0: Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures up two and a quarter at 669 and three quarters. We have December corn up a half cent at 574 and a quarter. July soybeans down 11 and three quarters at 1454. November soybeans down 14 and three quarters at 1358 and three quarters. July Chicago wheat up two and a half cents at 664. July Kansas City wheat up two and a quarter at 615. July spring wheat up eight and a quarter cents at 756. Couple of uh, housekeeping notes this morning guys I've been made aware that the upload times in regard to the Apple podcast app in particular have been very slow uh, the way that this works is is I uh, record this podcast live and it's it streams live on YouTube at 630 a.m central time every morning and shortly after that you know it's it's within 10 minutes of that recording that I upload. Uh, the podcast to to all the podcast apps. It goes to Apple, it goes to Google, it goes to Spotify, wherever. Well, it just so happens that Apple has been uh, notoriously slow, especially as of late uh, uploading these podcasts. So if you're looking to get this stuff earlier in the morning, um, check out some other podcast apps. There's some other stuff out there that uh uh, platforms that are getting the, the episodes a lot faster, and I'm going to do some research and ask some uh, listeners uh, where exactly it's it's coming up the fastest. Um, if you go to my website, if you go to standardgrain.com, the up the updates are are immediate. So right at about 6:40 a.m., uh, every up episode is uploaded. But I know there's some other apps out there that are a little bit faster. So I figured I'd make you aware of that. That Apple in particular has been very slow. There's nothing I can do about that. This is a well-known issue uh, in the podcast community. Um, If you guys are, or my other uh, note here, I'm gonna be recording an uh, episode with my friend Chris Barron, I think today, and I'll upload a podcast episode and a video. It's gonna be a discussion of 2022 farm budgets, uh, corn and soybeans specifically. We're going to get kind of an early look at this deal and see how things look uh, on average for farmers across the country. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Uh, Remember, I'm going to get back to you on these podcast apps and figure out which one is working the best. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for 49 bucks a month. I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. My text message service, which provides market uh, market updates, breaking news, uh, subscriber-only videos are sent out via text also. Uh, Those subscriber-only videos and content have been very, very popular. Everything from cash grain marketing to uh, technical updates, uh, breaking news, all that sort of stuff. This is all included for $49 bucks a month billed to your credit card. It can be canceled at absolutely any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Certainly check that out. To uh, get into the headlines here this morning, uh, last month soybean crush was a little bit uh weaker than expectations. Nopa pegged the May crush at 163.52 million bushels. Uh, Pre-report estimates were 165.1. So the, the Nopa crush number has fallen short of expectations now for three consecutive months. And this is kind of a negative factor for the market. You know, Soybean processors account for essentially half of all demand for U.S. beans. NOPA represents 95% of all of that processing. So, you know, we finally achieved the the point of rationing here. We've seen shipments of of soybeans fall off a little bit. We've seen the crush fall off. And maybe that's why the the action in the soybean market in particular has been a little bit softer here as of late. U.S. weather forecasts and patterns uh, continue to be a big deal here. Forecasts continue to offer rain and uh, much cooler temperatures for a lot of the Corn Belt. Cooler than normal temperatures will hit the Corn Belt this weekend. Uh, they should stick around for about a week. There's going to be a period where temperatures are like 15 degrees below normal in some areas of the Corn Belt next week. The uh, Weather Prediction Center map or forecast offers at least an inch of rain for Iowa, Minnesota, Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, and other eastern and southeastern areas over the next seven days. The uh, Northern Plains and the Southern Plains and the far western Corn Belt are going to be left much drier by comparison, not only during the seven-day period but also in the extended forecast if you look at these extended models in in the gfs in particular you know central areas of the corn belt uh very very wet but your north dakota south dakota nebraska down into kansas oklahoma uh, quite a bit drier by comparison so not a perfect forecast but for a a lot of key corn and soybean growing areas uh, it looks pretty good USDA will grant $700 million in aid to US biofuel producers. Uh, This is part of a package that will assist uh, uh, varying industries who are recovering from the COVID pan- pandemic. Uh, Tom Vilsack said this, USDA is honoring its commitment to give financial assistance to producers and critical agricultural businesses, especially those left out or underserved by previous COVID aid. Um, Jeff Cooper, who's the Renewable Fuels Association president, said this, this assistance comes at a critical time as ethanol producers are still struggling to recover from COVID market losses and are now facing historically high feedstock costs. Um, This aid should be available within the next 60 days. Uh, Maybe on that same note, I have not seen any follow-up to last week's story regarding the Biden administration biofuels and the potential uh, for relief to oil refiners. And uh, the the stuff discussed last week, as as I mentioned, it was kind of scary to me, the language uh, talking about reducing uh, the amount of, of biofuels that they must blend um, some sort of emergency declaration. It's a pretty scary stuff, but we haven't heard any comment from uh, the Biden administration. No real follow up there. Uh, uh, Tom Vilsack, in, in another piece of news here, he is supporting an investigation of U.S. meat packers. Uh, Republican senators Mike Rounds of South Dakota, Chuck Grassley of Iowa, of course, uh, Democratic Senator John Tester of Montana have proposed legislation to create an office a special investigator within the USDA. Uh, this investigation would seek to address concentration in the beef processing industry following the recent cyber attack. Um, this proposed office would have investigators subpoena power uh, dedicated to preventing and addressing anti-competitive practices and enforcing antitrust laws and meatpacking, uh, according to a statement from the senators. So this is potentially good news for the U.S. cattle producer, although it sounds like it's probably got a long way to go. In macroeconomic news, Yesterday's PPI report unveiled the biggest 12-month rise on record. The producer price index measures essentially the average change in time of selling prices received by domestic producers of goods and services. So, no, I'm not talking about uh, corn, soybeans, and wheat here. I'm talking all goods and services. Um and The PPI print on an annual basis is up 6.6%. It rose 0.8% in May. Inflation in the price of goods is the bigger factor here. They were up 1.5% on the month. Uh, the cost of services up 0.6%. Um, these records go back to 2010, so that was the biggest 12-month rise on record at 6.6%. So yes, there, there is inflation here, guys. It's just a question of how long does it last. The Fed says it, says it will be, be transitory or temporary. A lot of other people think otherwise. I saw one interesting comment regarding inflation yesterday, and it, and it was something to the tune of if we don't have inflation uh, given $10 trillion of stimulus, we really have a poor economy. That was kind of a... a uh, something that I thought was interesting, and and that's that's a, it, kind of an interesting take on it, I think. I mean, yeah, if you print that much money, you probably should have some inflation, right? And it should probably be sustained and not necessarily transitory. So this inflation thing continues to be a huge debate um, among traders and and the macroeconomic community in particular. But cattle market had a really nice day yesterday, kind of a breakout in some of these uh, cattle contracts, especially like that October up above that 128 looks really good. Uh, Cash prices starting to maybe improve a little bit, a little bit of cash at 122. Uh, Some 124 was reported in Nebraska on Monday um, for some higher-grade cattle. So we'll see if we can improve on this deal this week. The uh, box beef market was a little bit lower yesterday. In the outside markets, the S&P is down two points. The Dow is down 52. Precious metals are mixed. The U.S. dollar is a little bit lower. Crude oil is up 24 cents, 72.37. Real strong grind higher there. The uh, bonds up just a little bit. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you a little bit later.